So, this week is Parshas Tazria, and it's also Parshas HaChodesh. Right, we read that, we take out a second Sefer Torah. And it is the fourth of the four special Parshas that we read. If we pick up three Sefer. Oh, right, right, that's correct. This week is also Rosh Chodesh and Parshas HaChodesh. It's a triple header this week. So, um, let's see, we'll find something interesting that connects some of these concepts in a very beautiful way. The beginning of Parsha Sazria begins. You have the Pasuk on the top of the page. Dabir al Bnei Yisrael Lamer. Hashem tells Moshe to talk to the Jewish people and tell them, Isha ki Sazria, the Yolda Zohar. Literally, a woman who literally gives seed and gives birth to a son. And then it goes into the laws of Tuma and Tara, Vetoma, Shivas Yamim. That after birth she's impure for seven days. Nida looks like a, just like the regular halachas of a nida, and then it goes off into the mitzvah of bris milah. But you have here the orachaim. Last week we read a piece of orachaim. We'll do so again. The orachaim, Reb Chaim Ibn Atar, lived about three hundred years ago in Eretz Yisrael, and he writes about the wording here: the woman who gives seed and has a, and gives birth to a son. And he talks about this whole thing on a spiritual level, and he says. We know that Klal Yisrael is compared to a woman and Hashem to the husband. Many, many places in Tanakh that it's like a, the Matan Torah is the marriage of Hashem and Klal Yisrael. So we're considered the woman. So what does it mean the woman gives seed and gives birth to a son? And he explained, let's see how he explained. Sounds it, pretty simple to me. Which is? Are you talking spiritually, Amy? Yeah, spiritually. 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 Yeah. <laughs> he says, Eid Another idea that the Pasuk is alluding to. Al Knesses Yisrael is talking about the Jewish people as a whole. We find throughout the Nevi'im that the women are called, I'm sorry, the Klal Yisrael is called the woman, the wife, um, as related to Hashem. And he brings a number of sources for that. And then he says, So the Pasuk is talking about the Jewish people and says, What does it mean we give seed? Pirush hazroas mitzvahs umaisim toivim. Our, our avoida is to plant, to plant mitzvahs, maizim toivim, good deeds, all the different mitzvahs that we do. Al-Darach Omri, like we find in the Pasuk where it says in Nevi'im, ziru lochem letzedaka, we plant tzedakah. We plant something, that means you, you, another mitzvah, every mitzvah that we do, or every tzedakah that we give, is like planting something, putting a seed in the ground. V'yolda zachar, that will give birth to a zachar, to a male child. Through the mitzvahs and our avodah, through our service that we're planting, we create or we give birth to a zohar. What's the idea of a zohar? And we have in Chazal, we talk about a zohar, the male and the nekeva, the female. And a male is the stronger of the two, the male and the female. And therefore, a zohar in Chazal is something that's more permanent, something that lasts longer. And he says, Pirush, the Zachar, the male, typically represents a level that's higher than that of the female. When it talks about a higher level versus a lower level, so the Zachar, the male, will be the giver, will be the source, and the, the female is the receiver. Just like we said earlier, Hashem is the male and we're the female. So Hashem is the giver, we're the receiver, we're the female. The Pasuk is telling us, 
that if we plant properly, if we do our mitzvahs properly, that we will give birth to the greatest of levels, the level, the male level, the male attribute, the um, the per, the one that has more permanence. This is referring to what our teacher, our sages taught us in the Gemara, in the Madrash. The greatness and the um, the wonders. Hashem that Hashem will give us in a wondrous way. With the coming of the Redeemer, Mashiach. If only we will be zeichet to this through our good deeds. In other words, it's a lot of words. The point he's saying is that all of our avodah that we do, all the mitzvahs that we do, all the Torah that we learn, is like we're planting seeds. And those seeds will grow forth into the gula, into the ultimate redemption. And commensurate, based on our avodah and our mitzvahs and ma'asim toivim that we do, that will cause that the revelations of the geula will be that much greater, like the zachar in relation to the nekev. The pasuk doesn't read the pasuk again. It says isha kisazria. Isha is klal yisrael. Kisazria that they plant, they plant those seeds. The yolda zachar they'll give forth to that. They'll give forth. They'll give birth to that zachar. Right, so he's saying the Isha is Klal Yisrael. We're the Isha, which is Klal Yisrael, and we're doing the, yeah, we planting the seeds. The man would plant the seed, not the woman. You're saying in the actual physical birth. Right. Okay, that's the question of the Pasuk itself. The Pasuk, in, in, in the according to the Torah, the woman gives part. The right, right. Up, right. So, so, so he's... Women give birth. What are you saying? Women have a seed too. You're not saying that. Usually the male. No, the woman has, she has her, she the has her seeds, egg, yes. and he has his sperm, and they both have the seed is likened to the egg or to the sperm. The, the Gemara, the you know, I, I, this is totally not my field, but the Gemara says, there's no doctors, Ish, you know, no doctors in the room, Baruch Hashem, no, nothing against doctors. But the, the Pazik says, <laughs> Ish, Ish, Mazriat, Chila, Yeledes, Nekeva, Isha, Mazras, Chila, Yeledes, Zohar. That who gives the seed first? Now again, how that works with the biology, I, don't, I simply don't know. But the, in the Torah's way of saying it and reading it, definitely there's what the male gives and what the female gives, and they're both called giving seed. That's in the ter- in Torah language for sure. Again, how that fits with the doctor world, I, I don't know. But that's what, so that's what Erechaim HaKadosh is telling us. He's telling us that we are the Isha, we're the woman, we're the wife. Our Torah mitzvah is like planting seeds. And will give, give birth to the Zachar, that's going to be with the coming of Mashiach. Yes? I think I'm trying to get this puzzle, you can help me. It says, Mazriya Tzedakos Masmiyah Yeshua. Correct. Isn't that right? It does. So that fits exactly what I'm saying? Excellent. Very well. Very it's well. That's Mulan Esri, isn't it? No. Not that, not exactly, not that Lashon you said. But this is a puzzle. Here he brings the puzzle from Hosea, Zero Lacham Stach. It's all the same idea. Now, what he's going to do now, the next paragraph, is very interestingly, he's going to um, compare that or contrast that with the first geula that we had when we left Mitzrayim, right? Many years ago, uh, very you know, coming up in a couple of weeks is Pesach. Pesach we celebrate. You see, Mitzrayim. You see, Mitzrayim was also a great geula. Yet, the geula that we're waiting for is a lot greater than the geula of Mitzrayim. In what practical way, the geula we're waiting for is a permanent one that was not permanent? Why not? So the Rechaim says, very simple, the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, sort of Hashem gifted to us. We weren't, we didn't do much to deserve it. You know, we were in Mitzrayim, we were in Egypt for 210 years, we weren't tzaddikim there. To the contrary, there's a lot of negative stuff that was going on. And Hashem came and yanked us out of Golis, He took us out of Golis. So really, we didn't plant. 
And because we didn't plant, the geula wasn't permanent. And that's what he's saying. Isha kisazria, when the woman, when Klal Yisrael plants through our Torah mitzvahs, then Yolda Zohar, we give birth to the son, which is permanent. Versus a geula, which we didn't really invest in, then the geula is also not going to be that permanent. And that's what he says in the next paragraph. Let's read it inside. He says, The kavana here, the intent, is lahavdil to differentiate between the geula ha-mechuka, the geula that we're waiting for, versus the Yeula that was in Egypt. We say in the Haggadah that the Jewish people were like naked. Naked means from mitzvahs. We weren't worthy. We weren't deserving. Gam Omar also we find the Pasuk says, Goy Mikerev Goy. That Hashem took us one nation out of another nation, meaning there wasn't much really differentiating the two nations, us and the Egyptians. Is that the way you Goy Goy? Yes, go, uh, it's possible. Passing Chumash says Hashem took us goy one nation, mikarig from 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 within the other. Va'isa geula and that geula, that redemption from Israel, loy omad. It did not ultimately stand. Kinecher of habayis. Ultimately, Beis was destroyed. Vigalu and we were exiled. Vahoyom mashahoya and happened all the things that happened since then. Ve'ain toivazu bebchina zochar. This is not the male which represents permanence. Ah, or endurance, good. Ah, valha geula ha versus, on the other hand, the geula that we're waiting for, letzad shal kolponim tihiyebem sos zuchus Yisrael. This is going to come through our merits, through all these long years of exile. Lu yi, even if we're not exactly worthy 100%, afalpikei nevertheless bem sos oirech because of the great length of the golos. The Asik and Torah and the involvement of Torah. The Chsiv, as the Pasik says, that the Torah will never be forgotten from us. That's why the Geula that we await will be in this level of Zohar, of male, and will stand and will be eternal. And that is how. Between the two, Lotishkach Mipizar, the Imkop of Alponim, he's saying, he's saying, even though we might not be that worthy, we might look at ourselves and say, you know, we're not all such big tzaddikim. But he says, but still, being that we do have such a long Golos, and throughout the Golos we did do mitzvahs, and the Torah was never forgotten from us. So this, so therefore, ultimately, this ghoul is going to be a zakhar, even if we're not in the top level of worthiness, but ultimately it's going to be a zakhar, and it's going to be an everlasting geula. So that is his pirush in this first pasig of the Parsha. Again, saying that this pasig is talking about the geula that's coming to differentiate this from the geula that was, and it's all based on our level of planting that creates that permanence of geula. Um, this concept is really alluded to in a Toysvis in Mesech Tepsachim which talks about the wording of our Haggadah Shal Pesach that we're going to be saying again in a couple of weeks and that is in the Haggadah we say and there's different I know there's a lot of different Nuschos of Haggadah but in the particular Nusach that the Toysvis is talking about he says we say V'nomer of Shira Chadasha it talks when it talks about that we left Mitzrayim it says we said a Shira Chadasha and then it says V'chein Nodelecha Shir Chadash we will praise you with a new song when Mashiach will come. Note the grammar difference. Shira or Shir. Says Teisus from the Mechilta. Why Shira is feminine. Shir is masculine. Says the same idea as the Arachayim. That Geula was feminine because it didn't last. 
It didn't last because we didn't invest enough. We didn't really plant it. But this geula, the sheer chadash, that's the sheer, that's masculine, that's permanent. Says Teisvis, the hachitanya, this is again in Gemara Psachim, Dafkuf Tezayinam with Beis. He says, the hachitanya, the mechilta, such as written in the mechilta, which is one of the earliest medrashim. Kol hashiros lashen nekeva. Shira, song is typically feminine. Chutz mi shira de la'asid. The lashon zacher. Aside from the song, or the praise that's going to be when Mashiach will come, then it's going to be masculine. Kilemer. Hanekeva, Tasis has a little different spin. Hanekeva yesh latsar leida. The woman has to, goes through the pains of, of giving birth. So afkol hanisim, all the various miracles that we had, yash and tsar. Ultimately, there's going to be, there's tsar afterward because there's a churban, there's a destruction. Chutz mila'asid she'en achareh tsar. La'asid, the gula of Mashiach, doesn't have a tsar afterward because it's permanent and therefore it's considered the zacher. Again, before I gave you more of an angle of the zacher represents strength and therefore permanence, Tesis has it because the zacher doesn't have the tsar leida and the other geulahs have the tsar that comes afterward. So all of this goes together with the Erechaim, Pshat, in the beginning of this week's Parsha. Now, I want to connect this, and I think a very beautiful connection, to the other celebration of the Shabbos, which is Parsha Sachodesh and Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. This week we begin the month of Nisan and Shabbos. The month of Nisan is a very fascinating, fascinating month and sometimes very confusing for people. The reason it's confusing is because you ask any person, when's the beginning of the year? And like everything, because uh, we're Jewish, it's, it's a complicated answer. There's, is Nisan the beginning of the year or is Tishrei the beginning of the year? And we know that, for example, as far as the Torah is concerned with months, Nisan is Chodesh Harisham, right? Nishan and, 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 and Ir and Sivan. So in the Torah, whenever it's going to say a number, it always starts from Nisan. Nisan is considered the first month of the Torah. On the other hand, we celebrate Rosh Hashanah in Tishrei. So our, our calendar has two heads. Now, what's the idea of the two heads of our calendar? So they represent two different types of avodah. Um, in, in general, Nisan represents, as the word itself says, is miracles. That which comes from above. Not something that we really invested in. Just like Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Hashem came and just took us out of Mitzrayim. So Nisan is the revelation of above, miraculousness. Hashem picks us up and takes us to Him. Tishrei is all about our avodah. Right? We have the chodah, we have Elul, and we do Tshuva, and Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur. All of our avodah is all Tishrei. Um, it's all about the month of Tishrei. So... It's a, it, there's a lot written about this that Tishrei is like the beginning of the year for the natural sequence of events and our avod and our work Nisan is where the miraculous comes from that which comes from above okay what's most important is this a Nisan world or a Tishrei world what are we looking for in life Nisan or Tishrei so amazingly it's a great debate in the Gemara and I want to read with you a little bit uh, uh, two pieces of Gemara like, this is in connection with what we said before this should Ideally, we should be looking for a Tishrei. Exactly. Tishrei type world, but how can I? So, where's the place for Nisan? We're getting it. Okay. Give me some time. I'm not finished. <laughs> I know, but you asked what this world be. So okay. Says the Gemara Masachti Rosh Hashanah, Beis, right? Amud Aleph. I'm sorry. Yud Amud Beis and Yud Aleph Amud Aleph. Tanya, Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Rabbi Eliezer says, B'Tishrei Nivra HaOlam. Rabbi Eliezer, remember, he's going to be the Tishrei man. He says the world is created in Tishrei. And then he says, B'Nissan Nigalu. True, we were redeemed from Israel in Nissan, but when's Mashiach going to come? B'Tishrei Asidin Li Goyal. 
So Rabbi Eliezer places the emphasis on Tishri. He says the world was created in Tishri. In Nisan we left Mitzrayim, but Mashiach will come in Tishri. That's Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, no, Yeshua says, B'Nissan Nivra Ha'olam, the world was created in Nisan, B'Nissan Nigalu and B'Nissan Asidin Ligoyal. Note, Rabbi Yeshua is always emphasizing the, the month of Nisan. And Rabbi Eliezer is always emphasizing the month of Tishri. Right? Let's think about this a minute. Tish, Nisan is the miraculous coming from Hashem. Tishrei is our Avodah. Let's think about the names Eliezer and Yehoshua. What does the name Eliezer mean? Eli is Keli, Ezer. Hashem helps me. Yehoshua is God's salvation. Eliezer means Hashem is helping me. I'm doing it and he's helping me. Yehoshua means he saves his salvation. Rabbi Yeshua is always going to focus on what Hashem is going to do for us. And it's Hashem's thing. It's Hashem's miraculous gifts and his geula. So Rabbi Yeshua is the Nissan man or the Nissan uh, perspective. And he says the world was created in Nissan and Mashiach is coming in Nissan. Rabbi Yehazir says, no, 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 no. It's about our Avodah. It's a Tishrei world. And Mashiach is going to come in Tishrei. Right? Let's see something fascinating. Let's cross-reference this with the Gemara Masech Sanhedrin. Tafzadik Zayin Omud Beis. Do we have to do tshuva in order for Mashiach to ultimately come? No. <laughs> I, I, no? Yes. No problem. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Eliezer. Right. And that's correct. They argue about this. As we see. Look at the Gemara here. Rabbi Eliezer, oh, Rabbi Eliezer says, Im Yisrael osin tshuva nigolin. If we'll do tshuva, we'll be redeemed. Vim lav, ain't nigolin. If not, not. You know, listen, it's up to us. We'll lead tshuva, Hashem will take us like us. Nish, nish. Amr later be Yeshua says Rabbi Yeshua Tribal Azar, Shuva Golan. What are you talking about? If we're not gonna do Shuva, we won't get a gula. He says, for sure, no matter what Mashiach's coming. Ella, Hakodish Baruchu, Maimid Lahen Melech, Shek Zerosav Koshes Kahoman, Vyisrael Isin Shuva, Machzira Lamutov. Hashem will force Shuva out of us. One way or another, Mashiach is coming. And if we're not going to do shuvah on our own, Rabbi Shua says Hashem will take care of it. He'll, he'll give us a haman. He'll, he'll, he'll force us into shuvah. But it's not really up to us. Hashem is going to make it happen. Notice Rabbi Eliezer and Yeshua following their pattern. Right? Rabbi Eliezer always was into our avodah. The world was created in Tishrei. Mashiach will come in Tishrei. Right? We got to do shuvah. Rabbi Eliezer was very much into our investment and avodah. Rabbi Yeshua always says Hashem will take care of it. Don't worry so much, right? It's a Nissan world. It was created in Nissan. Mashiach's coming in Nissan. And if you don't do tshuva, Hashem will take care of it too. So what's the Yehoshua says? They're also going to do tshuva. Yeah, but it's going to be a, uh, whether we like it or not, Hashem is going to pull us by the hand and yank us into it. Right? That's onus. I'm sorry? That's onus. It's? Onus. Oh, like an onus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, Tanya Edok, just to finish the concept. Again, idea, Rebbe Yazir Omer. Same idea, this has another Brysa. Rebbe Yazir Omer, if we do tshuva, we'll be redeemed. Shanamar, shuvu banim, whatever. Erpa mishuva seichem, if you do tshuva. Amal Rebbe Yeshua, v'alei kfar namar, chinam nimkartem, v'loi bikesef tigolu. We were sold in tigolos for nothing, in other words, because we did Avedi Zara, and we'll come out without paying for it. It's not about our tshuva ma'asim toivim. So basically, it's, what we have over here, really, is a, a fascinating Gemara debate between Rabbi Yezir and Rabbi Yeshua. 
which is, what's the ultimate? Is the ultimate what we're going to invest, or is the ultimate what Hashem is going to do? Now, think about it, based on the Orachayim that we learned in the beginning, which one should be right? And Avram, you started saying this before. The Orachayim, based on our Pasha, said, Isha Kisazria, if we plant, then we'll create the permanent. So that sounds more like a Rebeliezer style. That, you know, it's up to us. If we do our Avodah, the Geula will be a complete Geula. Right? That's what it sounds like. Which is not the end of the world. But here, so now I want to finish with this. At the end of the day, who do we paskin like? This argument between Rabbi Ezra and Rabbi Yeshua, you know, is, is the Geula coming, uh, in a way, coming from Hashem, or is it through our Avodah? It's interesting, at the end of the day, we see, it seems to be a hybrid, exactly. And where do we see that hybrid? So, let's just read the last two quotes I have here. One is from the Rambam. Rambam Hilchas Tshuva says, Kol Hanavim Kulon Sivu Al Hatshuva. All the prophets told us to always do tshuva. Ve'en Yisrael Nigol and Ela B'tshuva. Well, that, you know, Gula is coming through tshuva. Ukvar Hitticha Torah Torah promised. Shesof Yisrael Lasos Tshuva Besof Galusan. We will do tshuva at the end of Galus. Umiyad Hin Nigol and it will be redeemed. Shanemar, as the pasuk says, V'hayokhi Avoi Lacha Kaladvarim. The whole Galus will come to you. V'shavta Hashem Alokecha. V'shavta Hashem Alokecha. We'll do tshuva. Hashem will return us. So at the end of the day, in the book of Halacha. The Rambam says that we're going to do tshuva. One way or another, we're going to do tshuva. On the other hand, what's the month that's most opportune for the coming of Mashiach at the end of the day? Nisan. And that's what it says in the last quote I have here, which is a quote from the Medrash. Exactly. A quote from the Medrash. It says, this is a Medrash in Shemos. Yavo HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shenikra Rishon. Hashem, who is called Rishon, is going to come. V'yivin ebeis ha-mikdash shenikra Rishon. He's going to build a beis ha-mikdash that's called Rishon. V'yifra min Esau shenikra Rishon. And he'll, he'll um, give, how do you say, he'll punish Esau, who's called a Rishon. V'yavi Mashiach shenikra Rishon. Bechodesh ha-Rishon. The month of Mashiach is the month of Nisan. Shenamar ha-Chodesh hazeh lachem rosh chodesh. So what do we have at the end of the day? We're going to do tshuva. But it's going to be a Nisan type of a geula, something coming directly from Hashem. Now, seemingly a contradiction. Is it about our avoda, or is it something that Hashem gives us from above? That's always both, because you have to do your hijdah. And the answer is both. We have to do whatever we can. But ultimately, whatever we can do is limited. At the end of the day, we're human, we're fine. Okay, we do our best, and we should do our best, and we have to do our best. And we, we exert ourselves as much as we can. Ultimately, though, what Hashem gives us is way beyond what we can accomplish only on our own. So therefore, at the end of the day, there isn't really arguments here. It's the two perspectives that are both correct. And the Orochayim said in the beginning, we have to put in our avoda. Isha Kisazria, we have to plant Torah, we have to plant mitzvahs, we have to plant tzedakah. But ultimately, Vialda Zohar, the true permanence is going to come directly from Hashem. And that's the idea of Nisan Nigalu, that the ultimate geula is a Nisan geula. Though, yes, we're going to do tshuva, as Rambam says, but ultimately we know that what we're going to receive and the geula from Hashem is way beyond our capacity of what we can accomplish on our own. And Hashem should help that this Chodesh Nisan should be the Chodesh Nisan of Nisan Nigalu, of Nisan Asid and Ligoyal. And this... Uh, um, this Pesach and Hashem make a carbon Pesach and if you know any good Kohanim they'll try to help you with your carbon Pesach and with Hashem Bez is Hashem Bekar of Mamish I saw somewhere that